1: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
3: The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Did you ever see anything about Seska that made you suspicious? Yes. The Bob Seska
2: Show. From a nation's capital, it is Thursday, April 20th. It's 420, dude. And this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 820. That's actually real. It's, it actually is the 820th day of the Biden-Harris administration. 565 days until the 24th presidential election. Instagram, the Bob Seska. Twitter, Bob underscore go, for now. Spoutable, Bob Seska. Patreon page, bobseskashow.com. And sitting right over there is the Goth Ninjas. Oh,
4: yeah! yeah.
2: Spicy Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast. Patreon.com slash From the Bunker. Also, the Stephanie Miller Show. stephanie Miller.com, Also, FreeSpeech.org. And David Ferguson. His music project is Astral Summer. AstralSummer.BandCamp.com. All right, goth ninjas. The theme of the day is bad news for bad people.
5: Awesome. And I'm, so, I am so I'm so high. <laughs> happy happy four
3: twenty, yeah.
2: Yeah, it is four twenty, which means, as the tradition goes, we have to play
3: this. Hello Americans, this is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news mm. on Cullendon Lane, Jacksonville, Florida. Chuck Buick <laughs> finally gave up. Chuck enjoys marijuana, so he decided to accept Paul Harvey's suggestion. He gave up. He went to the phone, he called me, he ordered A bong. Bong, that's a pipe used to smoke marijuana. Yeah. I want you to hear this carefully because you're thinking about a Valentine's Day present for somebody you love very much. Quote, My marijuana bong arrived Saturday and after I opened the box I was in shock. My eyes were locked open wide. My whole house was now a concert hall. I went to the washroom and even from there it sounded like a real live lady singing right outside the door. (laughs) Quote, with heat eating your ears, you're gouging out and tearing loose and pulling apart, gulping air and tasting black. Your windpipe is closing and you've lost track of which way is out. There's a searing ember down your neck. Search, rescue, ventilate, somebody's singed a kitten. <laughs> Quote,
5: I'm listening to all my
3: old CDs again because I have never really heard them before. Now, for that Valentine's Day gift, it's not too early for you to choose a bong. If you're anything but happy with it, call it back to locate your nearest dealer, telephone one-eight hundred-two 282 Bong. Oh man, classic.
4: Oh, uh, will you send me that? I've got to do it. Up where, money. That's
2: how right. what what just happened? <laughs> <What? laughs> That is, I have nothing to do with that, by the way. Just got to make that clear that I didn't put that together because I'm not funny enough to conceive of that. Someone in radio years and years and years ago took one of Paul Harvey's Bose acoustic wave speaker commercials, one of his endorsements from the rest of the story or Paul Harvey news and comment, and then mixed it in with clips from some other news story that Paul Harvey was doing about a guy who burned his house down because he was smoking I love pot. It. And, and they mashed wow. it all up together and turned it into a Paul Harvey commercial for a bong, which Bong-a. is utterly fucking <laughs> you gotta hilarious. you got to get the
5: second syllable, the release I was, is important. Bong.
2: I love playing that. I play that like every 420. That's like our Christmas tree for 420 is <laughs> that Paul Harvey bit. So I wish I could find the DJ or whoever it was who made that goddamn thing because it is flawless and it was back in the days when they used to edit shit together on magnetic tape on a tabletop real real thing with a razor blade of- Sticky tape, yeah, grease yeah. pencil, and you know, that, I used to love doing that. That was just so much fun to cut shit together with just little strips of tape. With way before digital editing, and you have
5: uh, a really weird idea of fun, though.
4: <laughs> it's very stressful. I've done it. It's I, I found it
5: extremely stressful. The one time I did it. it, digital is so much easier because you can always undo.
2: That is undo. true. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's really hard to cue shit but, up. Uh-oh. You know, <laughs> whoop. whoop, 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 whoop Someone yeah.
5: singed a kitten.
2: And then the, and then the Paul Harvey giggle. <laughs> just, just amazing. Okay, so um, let's start off here, because right after we finish Tuesday's show, the universe fucking hates me. I mean, sometimes it works out. Like Friday, for example, the Supreme Court thing was handed down about Mifepristone, and it happened during the after party, so we were able to talk about it. So sometimes it works out. But Tuesday... Buzz and I wrapped up the show after spending, like, I don't know, 25 minutes, a half an hour talking about right. Dominion and how it's going to go to trial and we can't wait for the courtroom sketches and all that shit. It was like we were being teed up for <laughs> massive crushing disappointment as soon as the show finished. So it's like Buzz and I couldn't wait to text each other with, like, all caps saying, fuck!
5: I would still listen to those shows. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I, yeah. To I Mary mean, Mary Trump's show from before they announced that they were settling Um you know, and I, 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 think people. Do you notice that there are fewer listeners, or do you have a way to track that?
2: I don't know. I, I you know what? Ultimately, I don't care. It's just it's become a bit. It's become a hilarious sort of. Oh, look, it happened again. Whomp, whomp, like, wah, wah.
5: Yeah. I actually enjoy those shows because it's fascinating to like look at. Like, oh, it's us before. You know, like, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So, um, Dominion settled right before going to trial. Maybe it was the composition of the jury, which was uh, predominantly black men. And maybe that frightened Rupert Murdoch and his team. I don't know what, but they did settle right at the last second for $787 million, which is just a little under half of what they were asking for, which was, what, $1.6 billion. No apology. No required apology. Of course they weren't going to do my idea. No one listens to me.
4: I wanted everybody for an entire month their entire shows to be just that, apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted
5: fucking red noses and clown shoes, like <laughs> like enforced by guns, you know? Like, put it on, Tucker! And yeah, like,
2: have
5: yeah. You, like, waddle out there, you know, in his clown pants.
2: Right. Well, Buzz and I talked about some sort of warning label at the top of every primetime show, at the top of uh, Fox and Friends in the Morning.
4: Like this is the top, the middle, every commercial break coming back from going into every commercial break. Yes.
5: Remember, folks, these aren't facts.
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Much of what you hear today is fabricated and for entertainment purposes only. And that would have been amazing. But of course, you know, Dominion was in this to rectify the damage that had been done from uh, the defamatory lies on Fox News Channel. I don't think we would have gotten much more than what we already had. Had this gone to trial, other than the satisfaction of seeing all these assholes be inconvenienced, having to drag themselves into court, they set up a tent outside so they would be disguised from the paparazzi uh, looking in. And so there would have been no cameras in the courtroom, no audio recordings in the courtroom. It would have just been amazing courtroom sketches of Jeanine Pirro, Maria Bartiromo, Tucker Carlson, uh, Sean Hannity, Lou Dobbs. I would have loved that, but, you know, we can't always get the fun things, can we? And with Can't this, always
4: get what we want.
2: Exactly, <laughs> as Donald Trump likes to say via that song before every rally, because... Which is so weird, Yeah, because it, it's a
5: really good song, actually.
2: But. Yeah, well, of course, he's ruining it, and they sued him to get him to stop playing it, and yet he still plays it. Anyway, uh, so I think what we have to do is use the information we were given, which is... We got all those text messages, we got all those emails, it would have just been re-presented in court, all of the people who were deposed during that uh, pre-trial phase, all that information would have just been repeated in court, Rupert Murdoch admitting under oath that the network lied to its own viewers, that's still on the record, all those text messages and everything still on the record, we have all of that, yeah,
5: yeah. I don't know. None of that I mean, is as good as fat little Tucker sitting on the witness stand with bullets popping out on his upper lip,
2: you know? <laughs> right. So um, there's still Smartmatic around the corner. Smartmatic is going after them, and they, I think, have additional evidence that they're going and to then, present.
4: What, what what Stephanie reported this morning is there's a <laughs> because of this payout, they're going to get a tax write-off, and um, only <sighs> they only have to pay like half a billion because they're – insurance is going to cover the rest, but any other lawsuits insurance this year is tapped out. So they will owe any more money, out yeah. of, you know, Fox's pockets. But the other thing is, is a tax write off, which is lame too. I don't think so. If you lose a judgment, you shouldn't get a benefit from that. That's just bad tax law.
0: Yeah, it is. Um,
4: Because you, you've, especially a settlement, mm-hmm. you know, you, you admitting that you did something wrong. No, thank you. You should not be able to get a tax benefit from that one, mm-hmm. one iota, yeah. especially if you settle. Secondly, um because uh Dominion's going after Newsmax and OAN they're going to sue them out of business cuz they don't have a billion dollars in revenue a year
2: yeah and that's also part of the upside that this still it's an
4: upside for for the humanity, but it's also yeah. an upside for Fox.
2: Right. Well, even if the jury had awarded, even if they had gone to trial and the jury had awarded Dominion the full amount they were asking, $1.6 billion, it still wouldn't have made a dent in Fox News' revenue stream. What are they grossing? Something like $14 billion a quarter, something along those lines, or a month? I don't know. Well, what I think the, they uh, had
4: $4 billion in liquid insolvent assets on hand. <laughs> so they wouldn't have had to sell anything. Should right. they have lost, you know? Yeah, should they yeah. lose up to four billion dollars right now? They've I got the money hate them available. So much, yeah. But if they Smartmatic's suing for two and a half billion, and they're a bigger company, so they can sit on this. Mm-hmm. Dominion's this much smaller company. Um, I, I just I'm bummed that that Fox didn't have to admit to its viewers. But by the same token, his viewer, their viewers would be like, oh, they're being forced to do this. There's a gun held to yeah. their heads. They don't really mean this, that mm-hmm. kind of
2: shit. So this wouldn't have ever, 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 we got to calibrate our expectations with these things. Neither of these lawsuits would ever knock Fox News off the air. Fox News will continue to lie on all of its opinion shows. It will continue to shave the corners around the truth on its news programming by stacking the news items with a particular uh, far right agenda. These things will continue on and on and on. This, regardless of the outcome of this, there was no chance Fox News was ever going to, you know, vaporize. It's just not going to happen. And it's not going to happen. Which is why, yeah,
5: yeah, I say we need to take off and nuke the site from orbit. <laughs> It's the only way to be sure. take down their
4: satellites.
2: (laughs) Well, I know Kimberly and I were going over and over this uh, Tuesday night and then again last night and trying to figure out what's next. And if there's really going to be something that could hold Fox News accountable the way we want them held accountable... It would have to be some sort of massive class action lawsuit. And I have no idea what grounds that would be, what uh, the parameter, how that would even come together. You need someone like Mark Elias or some other crusading left-leaning attorney to put this or a team to put this together.
5: Producers lawsuit.
4: Well, my thing is, is like when Tucker Carlson was kept airing the same footage from January 6th saying it was a tourist attraction, blah, 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 blah. Anybody that was injured that day should sue him.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. And I think there's got to be some kind of grounds as far as defrauding the public or I don't know. It would have to be like a group of Fox News viewers because it would have to be people who mm. were directly impacted by those lies. And whether it's these lies, whether it's the election lies or it's some other thing, I, mean, I don't know what that would Entail
5: The things I'm hearing, though, is that this has really uh, been a bit of a – not. while it's not a huge financial blow to the company, it has been, like, a bit of a, like, cannonball to the side of the ship in terms of it, relations between the different staffs at Fox News and the, like, producers of the headliner shows and then the news staff. And that I – feel like, again, you know, remember uh, you know, we talked ages ago about like the Bundys and the people who were trying to form their Minutemen militia Mm -hmm. down at the Texas border and then they split into the Minutemen and the Minutemen Patriots and then there was the Minutemen Patriots and the People's Front of Judea, not the bloody Judean People's Front, (laughs) you know Um, and I I feel like there is like more to come some massive destabilization thing I think is, I mean I don't know, I feel like I don't want to get my hopes too high, but I just feel like Fox News is kind of a sprayed roach right now.
2: Well, it's certainly damaged by this. And I think what we need to do is wrap our heads around the concept that maybe it's death by a thousand cuts. Maybe it's something like that rather than some gigantic home run smash across the face kind of thing that would uh, destroy its reputation. And, And look, ultimately, we're talking about having to destroy its reputation from the perspective of the people who watch it. Because what you want to do is get those people to stop watching Fox News Channel. Uh, Whether that means, and this is the whole conundrum with this, and with Fox News, it's sort of a devil-you-know situation, where what'll happen Mm -hmm. is if people stop watching Fox News Channel, they'll go over to the even more radical Newsmax network, or Real America News, or whatever some of those other... Dwarf copycats of Fox News are doing And they're far crazier than Fox News The shit that's going on on those networks Is far far worse So do we drive people away from Fox News To an even more extremist and radical platform Or do we just deal with Fox News the way it is And continue to chip away at it Uh, It seems to me like that is the better option Yeah.
5: So many horrible people under one roof I feel like it's just going to be like rats fighting in a bag over there yeah, I, I mean, like, keep watching because I feel like there's more monkeys in this circus that are about to come flying out. I, I, yeah. I
4: agree. I think that obviously not this term, but if we're all smart voters next year, um, if we get the House back and the Senate, at least 60 senators, we can do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's hard, but we can do it um, and keep Joe Biden in the White House. We can put forth legislation allowing the FCC to have the same control over the Internet And cable, as it does over broadcast.
5: Mm,
2: I'd have to think about
5: that. That sounds appetizing. I, you know, I think we really need to pay attention to the internet. Truth, truth,
4: from for for at least. I mean, look, it's streaming channels. I'm talking about things that act like television. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, And look, if I say something defamatory online, I should be sued. I have, of course, I should. Yeah. I. I yeah. completely believe that. <clears throat> Calling Kevin McCarthy, though, an ignoramus and a traitor and um, feckless, I don't think those are lies.
2: And by the way, we got to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene here in a second, because she yeah. was really swinging for the fences as far as setting herself up for a defamation suit. <laughs> yes, <she> was. <laughs>
5: uh, that was kind yeah. of, That's I mean, I mean I, it's, it's, a, it's rare that we get to see someone so fulsomely stomp on the rink before, <laughs> you know, when it hits him in the face. I mean, just like, she went in hot, guns blazing, and it was just a total pie in the face. It was, yeah, let's, w- let's talk about it.
2: Well, you, well we're going to talk about that in a second, but you know who seems like he's got an intimate relationship with? A bong. That'd be, that'd be Mike Lindell. Oh my God, he's in so much trouble, God bless him. Well, also, yeah, Mike Lindell has offered to go on Fox News Channel to talk about mm-hmm. how Dominion stole the election. <laughs> because clearly he's not paying attention to anything that's happening. Let's listen to oh my
6: God.
2: to Mike <laughs> Mike Lindell and a bong.
3: There we go. Let's
6: see. Let's, um, I think, Logan, I think we're going to reach out to Fox
2: and see what they say about that. Is Fox going to finally answer our call and tell us what they have to say about this? Logan, let's ring up Fox here and see what they have. To By say. the way, he's talking to Wolverine is who he's speaking <laughs> to. He's just imagining that Wolverine is there in the room. So he's, that that's who the Logan is that he's speaking to. Not
5: was Logan thinking, Roy from Succession? <laughs> I'm not that up to date. I was thinking Michael York
2: from Logan's Run. <laughs> <laughs> see,
3: if they're going to start <laughs> reporting the news now that
2: they've settled, so there's no more lawfare. What do they have to say? Okay, so this is just a dumb idea. Just go on Fox News and get them in trouble for the thing that they just had to settle for $787 million. You know, it's just like dumb, dumb, dumb. No, they're not going to have you on to talk about Dominion, Mike Pillow, so give it up. But he had to pay, what, $5 million to an expert who debunked his 2020 election lies?
4: Yeah, he offered. You know, if somebody can do, you know, prove me wrong, I'll give you five million dollars. Well, somebody proved him wrong, which was I should have done. We all should have done it. Um, and then this judge said, "Yeah, you owe the money. You you made a deal. Sorry, Bucko."
2: <laughs> yeah, good job, Mike Lindell, a bomb man. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's got all the money. You know what Fox News was saying in some of those text messages uh, that were accumulated by uh, Dominion. Is that whenever they need advertising, they just call up Mike Lindell, and then Mike yeah. Lindell infuses that network with cash by you know just buying up all their available inventory for the My Pillow thing. Uh, meantime, Stephen Colbert put together oh God, his, he was great. his own version of a Fox News apology. This is great. He used basically took clips of people on Fox News and edited them together in the form of an apology. Here we go, starts out with Tucker Carlson. Before we go tonight, we want to say we're sorry to Dominion and to the American people. We here at Fox News lied to you about the 2020 election. Repeatedly
6: and consistently. We admit that we are guilty of amplifying those voices. Insane
2: people like this guy. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. <laughs> a guy like this is given a platform because we want to make sure when you're watching Fox News, and it'll make you dumber. My original my slippers
3: are back in stock. Please take us off television before we allow, allow these crooks to turn our country into dumps, big massive dumps.
2: <laughs> 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 the way you see the audience clearly loved it, man. Perfection. See, that? I would have been satisfied with that. You just played that at the top of every show. How long is that? That is 38 seconds. That's all it would would take out of the course of an hour-long show on Fox News Channel to set the record straight. And uh, we're not going to see it. That's just not going to happen. So we've got our fingers crossed for Smartmatic, and we move on, right?
5: Colbert should buy ad time on Fox News and just run it. Well, they do that. turn
4: down ad time sometimes for things that they, like they, they don't air yeah. any Lincoln Project stuff. They don't air any Midas Touch if they can avoid it. I mean, they, they definitely choose, pick and choose what's going to air on their. Oh, money. yeah, you yeah. Have to, you'd have to buy a lot of money's worth of time for them to bother.
2: And mm. John Oliver CBS has tried to do that a bunch of times. Last week tonight, they were putting together some amazing commercials that they would then purchase to air on Fox News Channel. And they actually did air. And they air usually at the time and during the shows where they knew that Donald Trump would be watching. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) that was a lot of fun. So that's always a possibility. That's always a thing. Whether Fox News would allow that to be aired, uh, I think it would take a lot of money for them to do that. A lot of money. Like all the money. So meantime, speaking of awful people and bad shit happening to awful people, Elon Musk's SpaceX rocket... Exploded during its ascent this morning.
5: Does this surprise anyone? You can look at Musk and see he's got premature like all over his face. I
3: mean,
5: <laughs> he, like, that yeah. guy is a living premature orgasm. So of course his his spaceship blew up before it could get into orbit.
2: Well, maybe well, instead they of
4: called it something else, didn't they? Have, uh, oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's here's the statement from SpaceX, Jody. They yeah. said, as if the flight test was not exciting enough. Starship experienced a rapid, unscheduled disassembly <laughs> before stage separation.
4: It blew up.
2: It blew up. Or it was, no, Jody. it was a rapid, unscheduled disassembly.
4: <laughs> okay, so, so if, if I ever divorce Lonnie and I'm having sex with somebody and he, you know, too soon, should I say, oh, I'm sorry, you had a rapid, unscheduled disassembly? <laughs>
2: yeah. Someone in the PR <laughs> department was smoking a bomb, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what was going on there. You couldn't pay me enough money to get on the nose of one of Elon Musk's rockets.
4: Not until they've flown successfully without blowing up or rapidly disassembling. Yes. Um,
2: <laughs> Rapid, unscheduled disassembly. He should have it paid- Actually,
5: it consciously uncoupled. There you itself. go. Yeah, <laughs> there you there go. go. Perfect. Like I think Gwyneth that... and Chris. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Big- so uh, he should have been paying more attention to his rocket than he was to removing all the legacy blue checks, which was supposed to happen today. Still has not happened. Twitter isn't loading. So, <laughs> oh no, there it is. It's loading. No, Kimberly
4: doesn't have a blue check anymore. Oh
2: no, mine just went away too.
4: Uh, it Allison Gill still does right now. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, mine Burbank is gone.
4: Doesn't. Well, he never did. Uh, Bobert still has hers, but I'm sure she's paying for it. Um.
5: Yeah, yeah what does so it cost. I haven't even really nine
4: dollars or eleven dollars a month. I have no Something
2: idea. Something like that, and it's absolutely ludicrous because you don't really get anything you don't already have. Right. Y- you may get extended reach. Uh, that that is kind of going to be a thing, but I I don't mm-hmm. understand how or why liberals would pay Elon right. Musk because. First of all, he's the second wealthiest man in the world. He doesn't need your goddamn money to pay for his ridiculous overpriced boondoggle. He's the second wealthiest man in the world. Good God. Actually, this-
4: Alison Gill's blue check literally just disappeared.
2: Okay, yeah, mine did too. I think that's why Twitter was malfunctioning. I am no longer verified on Twitter. So that that's done. That era is over. Plus, Elon Musk is a guy who's changing Twitter in order to help Donald Trump become president again and I'm seeing people giving him their money it doesn't make any sense you want to pay Elon Musk because you want to post videos that are longer than three minutes why There are so many other platforms out there on which you can post your videos. You don't need to pay for the privilege of posting videos that are longer than 3 minutes. Or pay for the privilege of posting long things on Twitter, longer than 280 characters. The old threads worked just fine. People would still read those threads. In fact, it would create more reach because you're posting more tweets, right? It just boggles the mind how some people can somehow in their head delude themselves into justifying support for this crackpot. And I say crackpot, but you know what? He's a bad guy. He's a bad dude. He's a bad dude, bad ombre.
5: He's a fail son. Yeah, well, this is <laughs> I mean, a... He's like tri- you know, he's the son of an emerald mine, like apartheid billionaire. Yep. And he's, j- I mean, and he's just like buys things and breaks them, buys things and, you know, and it's just... Fuck that
2: guy. Okay, now wait a minute. It looked like my blue check is now back.
4: Yeah, Allison said hers was there and then disappeared, and then it. uh, She. It's going. She said maybe. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
4: it's it's herpes. (laughs) it's, it's a twitter herpes there you go
2: um i, I don't understand what's happening this is yeah, so you're bizarre just gone
4: on mine but it could be back and rachel biddecoffer still has hers brooklyn dad defiant still has his
2: oh you know what i don't know what the hell's going on i you know what it is i've got a plug-in that shows what blue checks are verified and which ones are paid for and maybe that's interfering with my i don't know, I have no well, idea i don't have
4: that because i use safari so i don't have that um
2: Ultimately, I don't care. I'm not verified on Instagram. I'm not verified on Facebook. But I will never pay Mark Zuckerberg to get that badge on either of those platforms. So, I mean, I know what it's like to not be verified. Because Twitter, of the major social media platforms, I'm not verified on anything now. Not, I'm not verified on Twitter, or at least that's according to what's supposed to happen today. Not verified on those other platforms. But when I talk about how Elon Musk is a terrible person... That's a legitimate gripe. I mean, here was uh, what he was talking about on Tucker Carlson's show. That's an indication. That's the the guy you're paying right now, liberals, who are paying for blue checks. You're paying a guy who goes on Tucker Carlson for a two-night interview. And in that context, Elon Musk blamed birth control and abortions for the impending collapse of civilization. This is the guy liberals on Twitter are supporting by paying him, a man-child who is actively trying to re-inject disinformation into the discourse just ahead of another presidential election in which Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, call birth control and uh, abortion the cause for the end of civilization. The world's creepiest tag team discussed the non-existent population crisis on Tuesday with Musk blaming birth control, abortions, and whatnot. That was part of his quote, whatnot. On the impending collapse of civilization, when Carlson asked how the urge to have sex and procreate has been subverted, the Twitter CEO criticized how birth control methods have allowed people to still satisfy limbic instinct but not procreate. Oh fuck
5: that. God, he totally talks like a college freshman who just had his first massive bong <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I mean, it's are just you saying like, he smokes a he, bong? Man. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah.
5: No, I mean he's just like, what? Have you ever like thought about shit? I mean, like, <laughs> like, really thought about it? Because it's fucking intense, man. Shit is crazy. You know, just like this. It's just what I hear when he talks. It's just like wah 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 wah. I mean. God, and he's so serially incompetent. It's the yeah. thing. Like, I mean, he has made one disastrous move at Twitter after another. He's out of feet to shoot. Uh-huh. You know, there's like, and it's just.
2: <sighs> <sighs> they traded notes on their shared impulse to impregnate as many women on earth as possible. Yeah. Tucker yeah. Carlson and oh, no. Elon Musk. <laughs>
5: It's like listening to two crusty socks in a 13-year-old's clothes hamper talk to each other. <laughs> Just like, wank, 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 wank. I mean, yeah. oh my God.
2: Why, why on earth, liberals? I get cat turd too paying Elon Musk. I get that. Don Jr. paying Elon Musk. Yeah, I totally get that too. I don't understand. Why, why, why? No one's explained it to me adequately. Okay, um, meantime... <sighs> We got to talk about Dan Bongino's bad news again. B- bad things happening to bad people. Plus, uh, BuzzFeed News is shutting down. We'll talk about that. I let Tiny Trump out of his cigar box. <laughs> I keep him in a cigar box, sort of like the Green Mile. You know, Mister Jingles in the cigar box, some
5: cedar shavings, cedar and shavings and to eat. Yeah,
2: yeah. The problem is that he's really, really bitey, and so you got to be careful. You gotta, I have like big gloves that they use for falconry. I use those gloves to to handle (laughs) tiny Trump. but So he got out of his cigar box, and he started ranting about how there's an insurrection happening in this country, and then he was talking about making concentration camps for homeless people. So these are all things Uh. we're going to discuss on the show here in in the coming minutes, so stand by for more awfulness. Okay, if you're only listening to the free portion of the Bob Seska Show on Apple Podcasts, etc., you're only hearing the first hour or so of the show. We've been going really, really long lately. But there's an extra 20 minutes. As though that wasn't long enough, we got an extra 20 minutes of show that happens after the end credits at the end of every Tuesday and Thursday episode, and it's all happening on our Patreon page. Of course, I'm talking about the Shadow Docket podcast at patreon.com slash show or simply show.com It's a completely unfiltered, commercial-free continuation of all the fun and news, and it's only going to cost you pennies per episode. The Shadow Docket drops every Tuesday and Thursday after the free show and it only costs five dollars per month one two three four five five dollars and you and you're going to be supporting this fully in upon a podcast so there's that too don't miss out BobSeskaShow.com. bookmark it send it to all your friends and we thank you in advance
3: what makes a life a good one
4: is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way
2: great Mike Farley. Yeah, Mike is responsible, just so you know, not only for some great music, but he's also introduced me to many of the bands that you hear on the show, many of the recording artists, and so I'm so grateful for this. And he sent along this, uh, knowing what's going on with my dad and stuff, he sent along this track for me to play. This is uh, this goes back to 2007 for Mike, a song called Moments and Memories, and I'm trying not to pay attention to the lyrics right now because I don't think I can take it at this point.
5: Oh my god, someone else is going to cry on the show besides me.
2: Um I'm I'm resisting the urge, I swear to god, you know. You know what I need? A bong. All right, that's better. Okay, yeah, again the song is think called about Moments a of Memories. Sad
5: puppy in the rain. <laughs> it's not like going to happen. Sleet and rain, like all shivering and
2: Oh, look, my blue check is back, by the way. Yeah, I just it's refreshed. Going and back it's, back, back
4: it's going back and forth for everybody. It's hilarious. So
2: it's working just like a SpaceX rocket. It just is completely malfunctioning. <sighs> All right. Uh, by the way, uh, bobsuska.com slash music to submit. And if you go while you're there at bobsuska.com, look for this episode dated 420, dude. And just click on that episode uh, link. Scroll on down, and you'll find the links for all the independent music on the show today. All right. So what we're going to talk about here, um, Dan Bongino is parting ways with Fox News Channel. It's so sad that Dan Bongino mm. is leaving Fox News Channel, isn't it? It is. It is so sad. I want to be yeah.
5: at the RNC. I want
2: to see <laughs> I want to scream want to sit with Dan, 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 Dan. Bongino. Whoa, is that...
5: Oh, That was like a remix. Oh, it's a remix. Hey, I didn't mean to do that. Drop the brake, right? Drop the brake.
2: <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn that off because I just made fun of uh, SpaceX and now my soundboard is malfunctioning.
5: <laughs> so we I uh, understand that your soundboard is special. It, it uh, is, it, yeah, it's a bit of a diva, but we respect it. Yeah, it is when it does work. It's, it made the Kessel run in under 12 parsecs. I
3: mean,
2: <laughs>
5: baby hole together.
2: Uh, yeah, Dan Bongino, the pro-Trump firebrand who turned frequent uh, Fox News appearances into a job hosting a weekend show on the network, is out at the outlet. Bongino, Aww. the host of Unfiltered mm. and Fox Nation's Canceled in the USA. Isn't that appropriate? Aww. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> his show is called Canceled, and his show got canceled.
5: He, and that just looks as a snake eating its own tail. It's a singularity. <laughs> the cancellation <laughs> of canceled.
2: He left Fox after contract negotiations fell apart, he said, he said on Thursday. That's Dan Bongino's description of what happened. Contract negotiations with TV people don't fall apart. TV people and shows get canceled. That's why that shit happens. Dan Bongino isn't walking away from a deal to be on Fox News. He's just not. His show was canceled. But, of course, he uh, lied to his audience, and he said, The show ending last week was tough. It's not some big conspiracy theory, I promise you. There is no acrimony. We just couldn't come to terms on an extension. That's really it, Bongino said. I really enjoyed myself there. They were good for, to me for 10 years. It's a sad day. They did give me the opportunity to do one last show. I don't want to think they showed me the door. That's on me, not on them. But I thought it was best to go this way for now. You know what that is? That's completely that he was canceled. They never offered to let him do a last show you're done, your ratings suck, bye-bye. That's why that happened. It's happened a gazillion times this way. When I was in radio and someone would get fired from the radio station, they would always say, yes, I I was going to do a farewell show, but, you know, I decided not to. I decided not to do one last show. You know why you decided not to do one last show? Because it was never offered to you as an opportunity. You were shown the door You were ushered to the sidewalk by security, and that's how that all went down.
5: Like I said, keep watching. That circus is going to spit out some more monkeys. That's right. I think that,
2: yeah. (laughs) Meantime, BuzzFeed News is shutting down, and the announcement was made using Buffy the Vampire Slayer (laughs) gifs. I'm kidding. That's a joke. That's how they do things at BuzzFeed. Everything is illustrated using Buffy the Vampire Slayer gifs. Um. Yeah, this is. Uh, God, I remember when they
5: like really overexpanded. Do you guys remember this back in? Like, yeah. I don't know. It was during the Obama administration. It seems like, but they like bought all this office space in Manhattan, and then it just like. It's the internet, guys, and the internet is like snow in Georgia. Like, you never know how much money there's going to be. Like, money on the internet is like snow in Georgia. Oh, yeah. You never know how much it's gonna, how much there will be and how long it will last.
2: Yeah, and this is, I think, one of the lessons that I, more of us need to learn from uh, the internet and the history of the internet, which is that if you can help it, Make sure you have your own platform, like your own website or something that you personally control, and that that is the hub of your content. Because imagine being a TikTok celebrity, or imagine even before, let's go back to the, the pre-TikTok era, where there was a website called Vine, And it was sort of like TikTok before TikTok existed. It was short-form stuff. I think Vine had a seven-second limit or something like that. And people would post videos, and they made careers on those videos where they accumulated advertising revenue, et cetera, by doing this. And they had a fan base and so on. And then suddenly, overnight, boom, (laughs) Vine disappears. Uh, BuzzFeed News disappears. There is a fleeting nature.
5: Remember when that was like the giant, giant Like, I mean, nothing is permanent on the Internet, folks, and everything on the Internet comes with an extra helping of chaos and shit.
2: <laughs> Very well said. That's absolutely. I mean, I've been doing this uh, working on the Internet as my career since 1997. And in that time, I have seen so many websites dominate the universe and then disappear. I mean, David, you remember Blogosphere 1.0, you know, the sort of the liberal blogosphere in those uh, George W. Bush days where there were so many I'm bloggers. I'm not allowed
5: to talk about any of that. Uh, yeah, that we go, uh, yeah <laughs> There were
2: definitely. very popular websites and very popular bloggers who dominated that space for a good long time and then just vanished. And this is the kind of thing that happens and this is the, the just this is the I way of exactly things. what
5: happened with blogosphere 1.0 though is that people started to get some national attention and this yeah. like scramble started to gain power and leverage mm-hmm. uh, ahead of the 2008 election yeah and a, you know a lot of people who were like old school blog people went for the Hillary camp it, it was just uh, it was kind of ugly like people like yeah, it was like this desperate scramble for access. We were the people that were like, We don't have access, that's what's cool about us. You know?
2: Who rose but, to the highest level out of that group of bloggers, Blogosphere 1.0? And I'm talking about political. Probably Glenn ideology. Greenwald. I, I think mean, well, Glenn Greenwald, I think, uh, I mean for all the wrong reasons, of course. Yeah. But I wasn't Ezra Klein. Ezra Klein has had a pretty great career emerging almost out of nowhere during that period of time and becoming a dominating figure on the well, left out as of
5: nowhere, as, except yeah. that you were roommates at your Ivy League college with Matt Iglesias. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I mean, it's like... I forgot about that. Not so out of nowhere. I mean, yeah. It's, this, it's, yeah.
2: Other than that, uh, you know, I think Atrios is still doing his thing. I mean, we could do... You know what? We could do a whole thing.
5: Salon.com. Remember when that was like the hub? Oh, yeah, the, yeah.
2: They had discussion forums and a dating platform that was part yeah. of Salon. It was gigantic gigantic. Not so much anymore, but anyway. Yeah, I
5: think the lesson is if you run an internet company, don't buy office space.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, you know, I go to the lesson uh, that Kimberly learned, sadly. She had such a huge following on Facebook and overnight disappeared because of an algorithmic glitch decided that she was spamming the website. Even though she wasn't spam. She Mm -hmm. was just... She would share the same article on her, what, two or three different pages. And they considered that the algorithm uh, flagged that as spam. And then she lost her, uh, not only her profile page, but also her other pages. So it was devastating. And that's one of the reasons why, for example, I am never paying Mark Zuckerberg for a blue check on Facebook or Instagram. It's never going to happen. If you see, end up seeing a blue check next to my name on Instagram or Facebook, it's because I was verified the traditional way and I'm not paying for it. But I I doubt that's going to happen. Getting a blue check on Instagram is like fucking impossible. But anyway, so that's Buzzfeed news. Meantime, as I said before, a Tiny Trump escaped from his cigar box and, <laughs> and started screaming about how uh, law enforcement and the Department of Justice and so on are insurrectionists what? trying to interfere in the 2024 election by investigating Donald Trump. <laughs> this is—I know you are, but what am I? Is what he's doing, you know, because of the insurrection, he's just using that now. And applying that to the people who are currently investigating and prosecuting him. Here's tiny Trump.
7: Insurrectionists have taken over our country and are rapidly destroying it at a level that nobody thought possible. (laughs) They're using the levers of law enforcement and have completely weaponized the FBI and DOJ to interfere with our elections, to rig our elections, to steal our elections. These elections were once sacred. We are now living in a third world country.
5: <laughs> God, I'm so fucking sick of these people telling me that fire is cold yeah. and down is up and it's just... Ugh.
2: Well, he's so clearly I, just defending himself. It has nothing to do with democracy or elections or the Constitution or anything like that. This is all about...
7: You can't let that happen to me.
5: That's all he's doing. I to be like, you know, did someone give him his meds twice today? <laughs> Why? Well, and know, like, Doris, did you give grandpa his meds twice by accident? <laughs>
2: There's a a good possibility that the meds are involved when he does these videos, because the one thing I notice is not only are they just in total darkness for some reason, I mean, he lives in the sunniest state in the union. Doesn't Florida have the most sunshine of any state in the union per year? I think it does
5: Caravaggio phase He's chiaroscuro now And and his
2: videos are just Like Darkness He's just in a cave somewhere He's in the underground tunnels Under Mar-a-Lago And then one eye Is gigantic And the other eye Is super squinty So he looks like Bill the cat That's what he looks (laughs) In these videos
5: and I got to tell you, that's the whole impression I get of Mar-a-Lago, though, is it is this big, damp, dark, yeah. gaudy, over-decorated, mildewy, like, super air-conditioned yeah, hole, yeah. Yeah. you know, in Florida that's, like, probably burning up, like, several <laughs> African countries' revenue every day to keep air-conditioned, like, just because, like, he wears those fucking suits all the time. Yeah. You know, he's, like, a sweaty, f- Yeah,
2: he does look very glossy. All the time. He always glossy, walks around. That's a great word. <laughs> looking super, super glossy. And by the way, Tiny Trump wasn't done talking about insurrectionists. This is actually a truly evil clip right here. He was just being stupid with the insurrectionists, doing a whole twisty, I know you are, but what am I thinking? But he started talking about homelessness and how he wants to arrest all homeless people and put them into concentration camps, basically. Oh, nice. Yeah, here's tiny Trump's grand scheme, his final solution. Yeah, I saw mine too. Kimberly was just showing me her lack of blue check. All right. Yeah, it happened.
7: We'll ban urban camping wherever possible.
2: Urban camping. He's calling it urban camping? Is that even a thing?
5: yeah, never heard of it, but it actually sounds fun. like, yeah, I mean, urban camping sounds like better to me than camping in the fucking woods. Yeah. <laughs> like right. Where some like branch can fall in your tent and kill you. I just know.
2: Okay, here we go. let's start again.
7: We'll ban urban camping wherever possible. Violators of these bans will be arrested, but they will be given the option to accept treatment and services if they're willing to be. Rehabilitated. Many of them don't want
2: that. Okay, let's pause right there on Is he talking many about of- homeless
7: encampments? Is yes. that what he's talking yeah. about? Yeah, he
2: wants to round up the homeless people, arrest them, and either give them the option of going to prison for violating the ban on urban camping, or they can go to these Trump concentration Re-education camps. Re education camps. Re-education like North camps. Korea. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna rehabilitate Russia. them. Yes. But they don't want to do that. It's, Imagine. You know what? it's
5: not. Why would you not want to go get beaten with rubber hoses and hung up by your feet and told you're a piece of shit and a drain on society? I mean, ugh, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, the thing is, they're not really into the idea of being there. They just have no choice because, in, in many cases, and I, I'm generalizing, but in many cases, people who are in these encampments are addicted to fentanyl and the fentanyl high only lasts an hour or two. After about two hours, the fentanyl high, for example, crashes, and you start getting the DTs. And the only way you can get more is to get to your dealer as quickly as possible. And the dealers are sort of the centerpiece of some of these camps. And so that's why they have to stay close. Whereas the organic heroin Used to create a high that would last, a, you know, a day or two. I don't know the overall length yeah, of time six, there. eight hours. Yeah, yeah it's an
4: hours. Yeah. It's not a day's thing. It's a, it's hours. A long time, but it's hours. Yeah, yeah. but it lasts it's shorter
2: and mu- shorter. But- it lasts much longer than the fentanyl high. Suffice to say. So that's why everyone has to stay in close proximity. That's one of the uh, contributing factors to this. That's why it's about the addiction and then the need to remain close to the source of the drugs that they require because you know no one I mean, wants crack that duties
5: kind of the same way mm-hmm. I mean, it's a a shortened, intensified version of the cocaine high.
2: Obviously, there are a lot of contributing factors to homelessness, but one of the primary reasons for some of these tent cities that we're seeing in uh, metropolitan areas is due to the prevalence of fentanyl and this new uh, trucker meth, the P2P meth.
4: That's frightening.
2: Yeah, and that's turning—the old meth, again, the old meth was uh, terrible. But people who were taking the old meth were kind of like the life of the party. But the new meth, P, and it's not new meth, but it's the dominating meth on the street right now, is P2P meth, which very often turns users of that meth into fucking monsters who you know, will spend the afternoon stabbing their mattress, insisting that their girlfriend's uh, lover is hiding inside the mattress. Shit like that would go down. And so I think that's sort of what's in the center of all of this that Donald Trump certainly doesn't understand or doesn't care to understand. So when he talked about, well, they just don't, they just don't want to leave, they just don't want to go. It's not about that. Yeah, they just don't want the hassle. They just of can't. They can't go. <laughs> so here's more of a tiny Trump talking about sending homeless people to encampments. You know, the final
3: solution.
7: Many of them don't want that,
3: hmm.
7: but we'll give them the option. We will then open up large parcels of. Inexpensive land, bring in doctors, psychiatrists, social workers, and drug rehab specialists and create 10 cities where the homeless can be relocated and their problems identified. But we'll open up our cities again, make them livable, and make them beautiful.
2: Uh, this is an out-of-sight, out-of-mind situation. This has nothing to do it's with It's also like socialism.
5: I
7: mean, it's yeah. like... Uh, what is, uh, yeah,
2: I know. I know. So there's a tiny Trump making a mess of things again, and Elon Musk is helping him win, just so we're clear about this. Let's talk about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene pantsing herself in the Mayorkas hearings. Uh, You may or may not know, uh, Mayorkas is the Secretary of Homeland Security, and they're trying to impeach him because... Uh, Border Patrol has set all new records in confiscating fentanyl and meth and potential terrorists at the border. So for this, he must be impeached. And that's what these hearings are all about. Uh, Republicans on a actual witch hunt and Marjorie Taylor Greene be clowning herself by turning this into a PR opportunity. To get her voice onto every She's single- She
5: was trying to make it into a fucking episode of Jerry Springer. I mean, yeah. it was so- I just- It's very rare that we see someone so enthusiastically launch themselves onto the fence that impales them. You know, like, <laughs> right. let's roll the clip.
2: Okay, yeah. Here's um, where Marjorie Taylor Greene calls Mayorkas a liar and then gets scolded- uh, for it, appropriately enough.
0: Outrage, complete outrage, where China is poisoning America's children, poisoning our teenagers, poisoning our young people. He,
2: she's talking about uh, fentanyl. That's oh. what she said, because it's Chinese oh. fentanyl that she's freaking oh. out it's about. the
5: same tone of voice. It's like, I asked you for vanilla cold cream and a, and a nitro lid. You,
0: can't you get anything right, you stupid baristas? You know, just like...
2: Yeah. How
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to let this go on?
3: Longer. Congresswoman, let me assure you that we're not letting it go on. We are fighting this. Sc- no,
0: I reclaim my time. You're a liar. <laughs> you are letting this go on and the numbers.
3: Well, no, obviously. Well, actually, I
2: want you to take the words uh, of the speaker down. Uh, uh, Benny Thompson is yeah, uh, Benny. saying, oh, yeah, I've had enough of this shit.
6: So in uh, making a ruling on this, uh, it's pretty clear that the rules state you can't impugn someone's Uh, character. uh, Identifying or calling someone a liar is unacceptable in this committee.
2: And by the way, he's the Republican chairman. That's uh, Congressman Green. (laughs) Well, And then she
4: came on and said that other people call us insurrectionists and white supremacists and racists. So why can't I call him a liar? And Dana Goldberg pointed out, well, honey, if you're saying all of those things about yourself and then saying that you want to call somebody else a liar and that doesn't seem right, you're Basically, admitting that you're an insurrectionist, a white supremacist, and a racist.
2: Right. They get around to finally uh, scolding her, and I think it ended up where they said that she could no longer speak.
5: Yep. No, yeah. for the rest of the hearing. Yeah. yeah. When Thomson, uh, Betty Thompson said, you know, take the words down, he, like, that means like you are like zipped. Like, zip it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, right. Once,
4: once that happens, um, you are no longer allowed to speak at that hearing. <laughs> yeah. He totally He's sounds
5: right like the part. principal whose office you don't want to end up in, you know? Right, He's right. He's just like, son, I don't want to have to call your mother.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue
2: with this scene here in the house.
6: State, you can't impugn someone's uh, character. Uh, identifying or calling someone a liar is unacceptable in this committee. And I make the ruling that we strike those words. <laughs> It's, sorry, just a point of order, it's a legitimate question. You're recognized. Our, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Did you move to take the words down or to strike them, Mr. Thompson? Yeah, sorry, I just stepped in. Point yeah,
5: of
2: order. I, to take them down. Yeah. Uh, my under- yeah, there's some confusion, and I, I'm a little confused right. myself what the difference is between striking words or taking I think them striking down.
5: Striking the words just means removing them from the testimony, but when you take them down, they it never happens. Never spoke, and their entire presence at the hearing is negated.
2: Gotcha. OK. Well, yeah. that makes sense. Danny's
5: if words are taken down, that means that the, the member can no longer speak in
6: whatever the proceeding is that those words were said. All
1: right. Personal inquiry, point of personal inquiry. That's, there's That's no, no not such thing, thing. Bye, just
0: a second. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, you does terminate idiot. Time.
2: where'd she get that: Personal inquiry. Uh, God, she's just, such a rank amateur. See, that's the thing. When you're too busy mouthing off and you think that's your entire job, which she does, that's she, I'm a rodeo clown. That's what I'm paid to do. That's what she thinks. So you get into a situation where you have to deal with parliamentary procedure and you start blurting things like, point of personal inquiry.
5: Oh, it's like if you even done Model UN in high school, you stupid cow, you would know that's not a thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> of the I, uh, uh, speaking,
6: so... Uh, the gentlelady is no longer recognized. Uh, the chair now recognizes Mr. Ivey, I believe. Uh, can I make a point of inquiry, Mr. You, Chairman? You can. So the, the ruling was that because she used the word liar, um, that was taken down, which I agree with. Yes. But, but accusing... A this statement of fact is very similar to the posters that uh, Mr... There's, uh, no there's no statement of fact. There's no statement of fact. There's no, no, no factual fact. basis for the statement. Bullshit. We're not here to... Here, someone said bullshit. said bullshit. bullshit? I
4: want to say it was Goldman. I, I yeah, want to I think, think it, it was Stan Goldman. Goldman. It was either yeah.
2: Goldman or Eric Swalwell. Yeah, it was one of the two. <laughs> one of them, yeah. Because we have another clip here that features Eric Swalwell in it. So wait, let's continue and get to the end of this. Debate
6: this, okay, and the ruling was made by the chair that these previous words were not against the rules of uh, Clause 1 and Clause 4 of Rule 17. But to tell someone that they are a liar is. It's pretty clear in the rules. Slander is clearly covered by the rules.
2: Okay, that's it. So that is uh, that particular clip. And I think this next one... Is (laughs) is <laughs> I just love that
5: That's not a thing, honey.
2: Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Like <laughs> point of personal <laughs> inquiry. Yeah, no. I want my latte. You're just making <laughs> shit up. You're like I'm surprised you didn't use the word heretofore in there. Exactly. Heretofore, I'd like to make a point of personal inquiry after Kanye West said Oh, this is uh all right. This is uh Eric Swalwell starting off talking about uh Kanye West and uh Nick Fuentes and that whole group and uh Wait do you hear Marjorie Taylor Greene's response to Eric Swalwell. It's just fucking shameless.
6: After Kanye West said that he was going to declare death con three on the Jews. Mr. Secretary, do you believe that all of us have a responsibility to elevate our rhetoric and to denounce anti-Semitism and anti-police re- rhetoric in this country so that Jewish Americans and police officers can be safer?
3: Congressman, I do.
6: Thank you, and I yield back. The gentleman yields, and now I recognize the gentlelady from Georgia, Miss Green.
2: So this makes me think that it happened before what we were just talking about. Yeah, did, because otherwise she wouldn't have been able to talk. Exactly right. She
5: was in the cone of silence after
2: that. (laughs) Right. So this is even before she called Mayorkas a liar and got chastised for it and uh, sanctioned for it.
0: That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese Liar. spy. And everyone knows it.
2: No, they, they don't. You smarmy piece of shit. Th- it's a lie. It's so
5: inappropriate. I it mean, is. T- t- like, I mean, this is not normal, folks. This is like a fucking clown show. Yeah, it is. And I'm, this fucking mealy-mouthed...
2: Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, is it, you're uh, David Ferguson at a loss for words.
3: Yes. No, okay, the words were coming.
2: <laughs> I just
5: didn't want you to have to throw out your bleep finger because... <laughs> the- <laughs> I just really uh, want to fucking throw down on her. Her fucking skin is like concrete. Her face is like a fucking potato. Her little squinty eyes look like piss holes in the goddamn snow. She's just like a fucking like troll, like an actual bridge troll that somehow got herself elected to Congress. And it's just.
4: How do you really feel, David?
5: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the fucking devil wears Lululemon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, we're going to take one last break and when we come back.
3: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bob Saska plays more music.
1: Doesn't matter how hard I try to put you down. Walk on by, I dream about you. I think about you. Doesn't matter that I shut you out. Down so the fire, try to put the flame out. I dream about you. I think about you. I fall for you. you. Every day, the same old way I fall for you. Yeah, this is a great Trissette.
2: Recording artist, songwriter, singer for Bob Malone. And uh, one of our favorites here on the show is a song called Fall For You. Yeah. Love it. BobSuska.com. Click on the link for this episode 420, dude, and uh, download this song into your record collection. Do it now.
5: Yes. Yeah. Uh, BobSuska.com. Do you guys remember the Chevy Chase song from Saturday Night Live? Chevy, every time you take that fall, I wish that you were falling. No, no, no. No, no yeah, I, I don't. remember that. I
4: remember fall the girls me. singing that. Yeah. I yeah. Um, that.
5: I think about that way more often than I probably should.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I. it's funny with me and SNL. I didn't really watch the early seasons because when it first went on the air, I was four. So it it was a little bit. Beyond me at that age, but I guess. So when did you guys watch it? When you, I mean, you had to have been pretty young. You're not much older than I am, are you? I mean, so you had to have been I watched it teeny with my tiny.
5: dad and saw Mr. Bill for the first time. Oh yeah, I, I remember 10. that. Yeah, yeah. It totally freaked me out. <laughs> I was eight when the show <laughs> yeah. premiered.
4: I started watching it probably when I was ten. So 1977.
2: Okay. Yeah, I didn't start watching it until '82, when I was yeah. 11. So that's- yeah, so you missed all
4: the early stuff. I mean, you can see them all on YouTube, but I do remember that song, all the girls <laughs> singing it to Chevy. It's adorable.
2: Yeah, I mean, I started watching during that last Eddie Murphy Joe Piscopo season, and then oh, I just have
5: you see Candy Slice, Gilda yeah. Radner as Patty Smith. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I mean-
2: yeah, I, I saw all that, but after the fact, I didn't. I wasn't watching it live at that point. Jimmy, um, <laughs> Baby's hair, bulging eyes, lips so thick. <laughs> <laughs> my season, the season that I think uh, informs my opinion on SNL, it's sort of the benchmark for judging every other season. Was the 1984 season with Christopher Guest and Billy Crystal and Julia Louis Dreyfus mm. and that and Martin Short, that whole crew that lasted for one season, and then um, it, it was like that lineup, and then the Dana Carvey. Dennis Miller, Phil Hartman, Jan Hook's lineup. And then oh, I really love the, the Will Ferrell that, like, lineup, you know. It yeah.
5: happened, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, I curse you, Bob Seska. by the way. Every time I hear Harlan Crowe's name, I hear Harlan Crowe. Harlan Crowe.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a great Jiminy Glick name. I, just, I want Martin Shorten. To-
5: Glick moments? And what is your real name? Edie Falco.
2: (laughs) So funny. Endlessly funny, those uh, Jiminy Glick sketches. Um, Okay, so this week in gun culture, here's a recap as to what's happened with firearm deaths. A 16-year-old was shot for ringing the wrong doorbell. A 20-year-old was shot and killed for driving down the wrong driveway. An 18-year-old is in critical condition for trying to get into the wrong car. And a six-year-old and her dad were shot because her baseball rolled onto the wrong lawn.
4: I thought it was basketball, and I thought her mother got shot, too. Uh,
2: Maybe that was it. Whatever.
5: A kid's ball rolls onto your lawn, and your immediate instinct is to grab your fucking gun and try to kill them? What is your actual fucking problem?
2: And by the way, i got to thank JoJo from Jurors for compiling that list that I just read. It was very convenient to have all the extremists all in one place. And this is what this is. This is extremism brought on by whether you want to call it the Trump effect, the Fox News effect. I think it's the Red Hat Entertainment Complex across the board. I think it's the entire. Yeah, Well, it's the whole
5: thing that makes people hate and fear their fellow Americans. It's this whole idea that like you are under attack. Mm-hmm. But I just – I don't understand like going berserk on a bunch of 17-year-old girls at Texas, the cheerleaders. Like yeah. the girl actually like tried to get in the wrong car and like the response is kill.
4: Well, and she was already out of the car when she got shot. She wasn't even no, in the car
5: anymore. She into the car that she it's, got back into. Like it's insane. Like,
4: it's, and, and I – you know, the, the the 84-year-old that shot uh, uh, Mr. Jarl oh, um, yeah. through his door. Now uh, – they say it's a storm door, so can you see through a storm door? Regardless. Yes. Okay, so he saw okay, it. in California,
5: a storm door is a large pane of glass. Yeah, okay. I don't, we middle. don't have yeah. those
4: here. It's just not <laughs> a thing yet. Um, but anyway, it's like, okay, so I see this person at my door. Yeah. I have a gun. Leave my property. How about we start with that? Well, Instead it, it, of just automatically shooting the poor child and then shooting him
2: again this is about the fear that's instilled by these media platforms that are telling all these people that not only should they fear these people, but it's okay to defend your home in this kind of over the top way. If you feel at all threatened, I mean, this is sort of the origin of the stand your ground laws. If you it's feel people
5: feel threatened opening a can of soup. Yeah. Like, it just, okay.
4: Ugh. Okay. Being the only person that identifies as female of the three of us, Women walk around this country in fear constantly.
5: Oh, yeah.
4: Okay? And Don't are worry, we going we around and shooting charge. fucking people? Are we? No, we're not. Yeah. So fuck anybody that, these men, that are fucking terrified. If you're too scared because somebody knocked on your door, or somebody turned around in your driveway, or some six-year-old's basketball gets onto your property, or mistakenly, some cute little cheerleader gets into your car by mistake, you are not capable of owning firearms, you fucking- Bullshit, pieces of shit, whiny little ugh, tiny penis assholes. Oh, God. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Testify, girl, because like.
4: I mean, I walk around my streets. The other day I was walking, and it was like 9 o'clock in the morning, right? So decent time of day, nice mm-hmm. day outside. Yeah. And there are these two, what appeared, they were kind of far away, about maybe <sighs> 50 yards, if that. Um. And But the taller of the two kids, and I'm saying kids because they were kind of lanky, kept yelling at the other one, like at the top of his lungs. It didn't sound like a girl. Top of his lungs. And then this kid would kind of run away and then run towards that kid again to the point where I just stopped walking. I'm like, I'm not getting near these people.
5: Yeah, this looks erratic and weird.
4: And
2: I didn't pull out a gun and shoot them. Oh, and by the way, meantime, fuck you to the New York Post. I don't know if you saw this headline, but- (laughs) The headline goes, Kansas City home where 16-year-old Ralph Yarl was shot in the head had no solicitor's sign. The suggestion is that there was a no solicitor's sign on this guy's house. So therefore, it's fine if Ralph Yarl was shot in the head. No, because I have sure- the no, same no. thing. Solicitors yeah.
5: are fucking selling magazines. Right, that's a whole different. I, it's not it just does not mean do not touch. It does not mean like, and the kid thought he was at at the right, the right, house. right house. He thought he
4: was at the right house, and that's the thing. It's like, hi, I'm here to. He didn't even have a, a, the opportunity to say, here I'm. I'm here to pick up my, my brothers. Brother,
5: this is a black, these are kids. They're children mm. and they're not, they're never, they're not allowed to be children. They're treated automatically as yes. suspects Yes. and right. dealt with, with lethal force. And Absolutely. I just, I don't, and,
2: Mm-hmm. And these
5: fuckers are like, you know, they're all, they started the race war. going to have a race war. It's like, dude, you're the only people that are coming to the race war.
2: Yeah. Well, um, I, I suppose we should leave on a positive note that Washington state is set to become the 10th state to ban assault weapons sales. Yay! Yeah, Doing the right good. thing. Yeah. Making Washington state safer. Uh, and let's see here Uh, Washington is set to become the 10th state to ban the sale of AR-15s and other guns it classifies as assault weapons The State House passed the assault weapons sales ban 56 to 42 on Wednesday, sending it to Governor Jay Inslee, who has already said he'll sign the bill into law. My guess is it's already been signed since this uh, article was published. The bill previously passed both legislative chambers, but lawmakers then had to agree on amendments. Uh, Public officials nationwide have faced increasing calls to crack down on semi-automatic military-style firearms like the AR-15, which have been linked to some of the deadliest mass shootings in the U.S. in the past decade. You know, I have a question about this. Um, on a video I shot uh, Monday into Tuesday. I I posted it on Instagram Monday and then it went up on Twitter on Tuesday. I talked about this firearm that's being made for children. It's a fun-sized version of the AR-15 that they're calling the JR-15.
4: Of course they are, because that's adorable.
2: Yeah, it's being manufactured by a company called We One Tactical. We One as in smaller ones, get it? And so I wonder if... Those firearms will also be banned in Washington State be. and some of these other yeah, some of these other states. These are firearms that are being specifically marketed to children. Mm-hmm. So children need to have well, military like, style firearms. Yes.
5: Christy Noam was bragging that her like yeah. grandbaby like already has not even nose.
4: two years old, already yeah. has a, a gun. A twenty two, I That's believe.
5: Like, if I could put money in that I- for that child's college tuition in the bank and let it mature. Or, or I mean, of I course, know. of course. I actually have. Did you see the videos, Bob, of the Matt Walsh protesters um, that showed up and just completely? Did you see? I, I didn't.
2: I didn't. But I noticed that Matt Walsh was hacked. I think all of his stuff oh. was was hacked the other day. I'm you not have sure. You got to see these yeah.
5: videos. The fucking pep, the like. I can't remember what college it is, but the pep band showed up and they're playing this like romping, stomping like like bluesy and they're all chanting fuck Pat Walsh fuck. and somebody like as the Groypers were like leaving the thing which they had to cancel or like half the people didn't get in because they got a space the wrong size or I don't know it was a clusterfuck and somebody poured out thousands of marbles on the floor so they were all channeled to this one because like it was became a safety hazard so they had to like move them all to this one place where all the protesters were waiting to scream in their faces and then they couldn't get to their cars and when they got to the Cars, they couldn't get out because the protesters were blocking all the exit points. I mean, it was a fucking like it. It's you gotta watch, it's glorious. Okay, yeah,
2: I I definitely want to watch that now. That'll be uh, some weekend entertainment for me.
5: I just love the whole like marbles thing. It's like, okay, we're also gonna paint a hole in the side of a mountain and like drive a train into it. And like, I mean, it's like the cartoon disruption defense I think is like, yay us,
3: you know? (laughs)
5: Yep. Okay. Let's see what- the itching powder and the- (laughs) (laughs) And bees, bees. Okay, anyway.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, hey, you know what? Coming up on the Shadow Dogget, I've got a special announcement. Hold on, hold on. Yeah.
4: Maria Bartiromo and Janine Pirro seem to have been fired from Fox as Rupert Murdoch moves to... Be- oh, my. Are you serious?
2: Mm. Oh, MSN my God. MSN is
4: reporting this right now because of the 785... Blah, blah, blah. More
2: monkeys. <laughs> Here we go. So, did you say, So, Maria Bartiromo and Janine Pirro... And Janine
4: Pirro will be fired from Fox News um, because Rupert wants to be, quote, less vulnerable unquote following the networks nearly blah 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 radar online has learned msn is reporting this uh blah blah blah. puck founder and fox news critic dylan byers predicted that both of them would be axed from the network uh if the two reporters are not fired bartiromo will be warned to be careful regarding risking committing less so their lawyers are talking with fox lawyers right now i assume looking over their contracts right now
2: i wonder if that's why dan bongino was fired
4: Oh, I bet it was. Yeah. He's easy. He's low-hanging fruit. He's guys, no big deal. Like,
5: this is like, keep watching. This is going to be like, there's going to be like, the axes are falling. And it's uh, kind of telling me that they went for the women, you know, like fucking Fox News, like fire. If you want to like narrow your
2: legal exposure, fire Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Yep.
4: But I bet Carlson's contract is pretty good.
2: Yeah. Plus he's got the ratings. I don't know if they'll do that.
4: Yeah, but the, the, the ratings on Fox don't matter that much.
2: That's true. Ratings don't, ratings are irrelevant in television anymore.
4: Well, <laughs> especially gotta, on Fox News because they 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 don't get a lot of commercials that make them. It's the money that they make is from uh, cable.
2: That's true. Okay, Shadow Docket's coming up next. I do have a, a special announcement. Something that uh, we're rolling out once again. we we're, we're doing this again. Something that we've already done in the past, but we're doing it again. That's about as much as I can reveal. Is
4: it the 100th caller contest?
2: Yeah, plus, uh, <laughs> goddammit, Ann Coulter is making sense. Something's wrong with Uh-oh. the universe. Uh, and a whole lot more. Shout out to patreon.com slash Show. $5 a month. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye. Have a great weekend.
5: Bye.
3: Bye.